Hey everybody, this is Tyson Nash. This is the Monday Nooner. Listen in, everybody. Hey, I'm Jeremy Roenick, and why wouldn't a guy listen to the Sunday Nooner? Monday Monday Nooner. Monday Nooner? Yeah. Hey, I'm Jeremy Roenick, and why wouldn't a guy listen to the Monday Nooner? Welcome to the Monday Nooner Senior Hockey Top 10 show for this week as we head into Christmas. One last general well-servicing senior hockey top 10 coming up here on the show. And this show, just like the rest of them again this year, brought to you by the King of Trucks in Rosetown. Worth the drive, every time guaranteed, out to Mainline GM, Mainline Chrysler. I know they've got lots of different promotions and things happening at the King of Trucks and As we get close to Christmas, I think the fellas are just uh, thankful for all the support we've gotten and super thankful for the staff and folks at the King of Trucks for being a part of the Monday Nooner podcast again this year. And uh, recommend if anybody's in the market for a vehicle, head down to Rosetown. Right, fellas? You're not going to be driving your Tesla around in this weather. I'll tell you that. Thank gosh for the... uh... Ladies and gentlemen in the oil field as well for putting fuel in these Chevys because, man, you would be dead, legit dead, if we did not have those people right now uh, filling up these trucks from the King of Trucks. So, yeah, go up there and shop. Like we've talked about a number of times, check check out the, the deals online. A lot of good stuff uh, in December here. January is going to continue. Always cutting deals there, even if you need the winter tires or any kind of service. Because right now, and the other thing too, if you have a shitty battery, in your vehicle right now, you're uh, you're on call every morning. You're worried, right? So uh, King of Trucks, thanks to them, uh, always sponsoring us up there in Rosetown. One thing I'm very thankful for this year is my new truck, my new GMC Sierra 1500. Has the heated steering wheel. Man, does that come in clutch on a cold morning like we've had the uh, last week. It's awesome. It's my your favorite truck- feature. Your truck's super nice. I seen you, you drove up the other day. You were coming in super hot on the icy streets and quick stop. Like truck looked good. I could see the steam coming off your hands when you got out. Yeah, no, it was nice. Nice rig. Yes, that's for sure. So appreciate the King of Trucks, Mainline GM, Mainline Chrysler in Rosetown for being our presenting sponsor here on the show. And as we mentioned, General Well Servicing Top 10 coming up here at the end of the show. I was fortunate enough to meet up with the General Well Boys this week, bought them lunch at the Flying M Cafe diner in Carnduff and we appreciate them and look forward to that countdown here on the program as well and if you don't usually listen to the regular pod that we have on the on the first and 15th of the month or 15th and 30th we're going to kind of do it a little bit different on the senior show this week so the come up is always for general well servicing and uh, they're hiring they had another message out there that they're looking for bodies and work and going to make really good money in the patch and you imagine the overtime you're going to be getting like right now, like to pay for Christmas and stuff like, man, get on that. That is big coin. Fowler's going to get you the best of the best. You'll be nice and warm out there and uh, yeah, making big coin. So to come up on this show, we're going to do the regular senior thing. We're going to run through all the leagues as best we can. Player of the week nominees. We're going to kind of update some of the games that happened. The ones that are coming up, it's a pretty sparse schedule for the next little bit. And then we have an interview on the senior hockey top 10 if you haven't heard the story, we're going to talk to 53-year-old former NHLer from Spy Hill, Saskatchewan, Jeff Odgers. He suited up three apples, one goal the other night, nine skaters. Like, that's impressive. So, Odgers, he joins us for a nice 10-minute chat. And, of course, he's got some great stories from the from the <laughs> night before and the, and the game. And, oh, it's so good. Yeah, we'll probably wrap that into our uh, Sask East update as as he's part of the Sask East Hockey League, typically just coaching with Rokenville, but as you mentioned, uh, suiting up. So that'll be in our Sask East, I guess, uh, league profile this week. But before we get too far into it, why don't we recap last week's uh, top 10 as heard on the Monday Nooner Senior Hockey Top 10 show. All right, we'll fire through these quick. Uh, speaking of Jeff Rogers, Rokenville, Battleford, Willow Cree, it's honorable mentions. Number 10 was Wainwright. Number nine was Edam. Eight, Redverse. Seven, Langing- Langenberg. Number six was Winheard. Five was Wadena. Four, Grenfell. Three, Davidson. Two, Keniston. And your number one team in Saskia, I guess, Western Canada Senior Leagues last week. Kindersley, I will say though, Boz, I feel in a little bit of a shakeup maybe this week. 
Yeah, well, Kindersley didn't play last weekend. I know winter weather kind of came in, and the Sask West was one of the leagues that didn't play last weekend due to uh, bad road conditions and weather. But I know there was some boots on the ground who saw them practice and said they were snapping it around. And Belter, before you ask, Big Mac has not played, but he's listed as assistant coach. wonder if he's he'll pull there, the Odgers. Uh, he's out there blowing the whistle, I heard. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, Kindersley, uh, good-looking uh, team out there in uh, in K-Town. They're going to be tough to beat. So what league are we starting with? Where are we going to go first? Let's start with the uh, let's start with the Wheatland, the Sweetland. We always the put them at the end land. of the show, and I feel nice. guilty that they get buried in the uh, credits at the end usually. So I want to start with the uh, Sweetland this week. All right, and the Wheatland Hockey League update is going to be brought to you by High Tech Profiles this nice. week. So your metal fabrication experts in Saskatoon and Regina, anything to do with metal, they can make it happen. If you need a little project for high tech, uh, just give them a shout. They'll uh, t- look it over. If they can do it, they'll let you know, and they'll shoot it to you straight. Well, light weekend in the uh, Wheatland last weekend. By the way, they are wrapped up until December 30th, so the fellas are getting into the uh, rum and eggnog. And 016s and Last Mountain Vodka over the next week and a bit. And they'll be back on the 30th with the game in Hudson Bay. But last weekend, it was uh, just a light schedule, like I mentioned. St. Brew Lake Lenore beat Bruno on Friday. They ended up going into Crake on Saturday, losing to the Warriors 7-4. to The other game saw Tisdale beat uh, Porcupine Plain 12-3. to So St. Brew Lake Lenore, Crake, they were the number one and two teams in the league. Crake beats them 7-4. to to uh, kind of set themselves apart in that league. And I got to give a shout out to a guy on the Warriors. Quick little story here. Uh, Lady that I work with, awesome lady. Her name is Carol. She has a little business uh, called Tiger Lily Ranch. She raises alpacas. That's kind of a a side story. But if you're looking for some warm socks, I told her I'd give a plug this time of year. Alpaca wool, five times warmer than sheep's wool, fellas. I got some new socks and minus 50. Nothing keeps the toesies warm like alpaca socks. Anyway, can you wear them with Crocs outside in this weather? Can you still be warm? That's 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 the test. That's that's what the kids are wearing these days. It's it's Crocs. My question: How do you quantify five times? Right. Like who who tested that? What where did they? Was it three M that tested it? And they're like, you know, that's four. It's five. (laughs) Four and a half. I think it's four and a half. Four and a half, but they rounded up, I think is what she told me. I don't know, but I don't want to say, well, I can say it. They don't listen anyway, but I bought all like my mom, my grandma, my sister. I bought them all alpaca socks for Christmas and I have a feeling they're going to love them, but uh, that's not my story. So unless more alpaca question. Yes. One more. So (laughs) when you go home for the holidays and you have your your alpaca sock on your doorknob of your door in your bedroom, does your mom know not to come in? I don't, I'm not it just sure. Gets red, it gets red hot. It just gets red hot. Why is your doorknob five times hotter than it usually is? <laughs> um, yeah, so that was just a little plug for her business. This time of year, they sell a ton of scarves and socks and stuff like that. But uh, she was coming back from Saskatoon. She was actually coming back from Eden, but she was going through Saskatoon. They were around Crake, and their vehicle broke down, minus oh. 40. Oh, yeah. And it just would shut off, wouldn't turn back on. They were thinking maybe they got some bad diesel at a gas station on the way out of Saskatoon. Anyway, they didn't know what to do. Called a guy up from Auto Express Tire Service in Crake. And this guy comes out, picks up her and the three other people she was with, get in the back of the tow truck, loaded them up, drove them to Regina. Anyway, they got talking and and somehow came up with hockey. And she said to the guy, do you play senior hockey? And he said, yes. And she's like, do you know the Monday Nooner? And the guy's like, "Uh, yeah. How do you know? She's like, well, I work with one of the guys. Anyway... She asked if I could give a plug to Ryan Skinner from the Crake Warriors, who uh, owns that business with his dad, Auto Express Tire Service and Crake. Bailed him out, minus 40, got him back wow. to Regina, safe and sound. So I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to get him uh, a toque for driving around in the winter. I'll get it over to Reacher. Toque's coming up to you, Ryan, for that. She, that's, that's awesome. He's going to be warm as shit because she sent him a care package of alpaca socks and, uh, where stuff like that. So she's where, like, if anybody needs it, it's a guy who's out working in the minus forties and right. 50s, Wrap so. your scarf around and t- noon or toque on top, and you'll be going. He was probably driving them in in the truck, right? And they were in the back of the cab, and he's like, if you ladies get cold back there, let me know. I'll turn the heat up. They're like, no, we're I'm fine. We're five hot. times warmer than usual. <laughs> we got our alpaca socks on. That's a good story. Yeah, yeah really she good. sent me. A, she actually sent me a selfie. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to see this, but can uh, she? 
can they make alpaca sweaters? Nice. Oh, That's there it her. is. Yeah. Her and Ryan. Yeah. What about Great. some alpaca some alpaca underwear for Aji in Rock City tonight when she's minus 42 and he's got Be- to practice? Feeding the cows. Yeah, t- Tiger, there's another free plug. Tiger Lily Rad. She's out of white uh, pilot butte, but yeah. Nice. So that's your Wheatland update this week. Uh, high tech, high tech profile. High tech. Good guy out in Crake, and uh, five times better uh, steel manufacturers than anyone else. Actually, Insider said when Crake has a goalie, they're five times better than any other team in the league, and their goal differential would uh, attest to that. Plus thirty-one. Wow. In the season, so that's, that's your Wheatland update for high tech. What's the next league we're going? Where to? are we going? Chuck a dart at the map, fellas. Doesn't matter Sask, to me. Sask Alta League. I'm going to let you guys get ready. The Sask Alta League going to be brought to you by the Rusty Shovel the in shovel. Regina. It is freezing cold out there. We don't know if they got any five times uh, faster, warmer, anything. But uh, you talk to Sean Stefan. He'll tell you a story about something and get it done. The Rusty Shovel in Regina. So Sask Alta. Wainwright's kind of been the story or the uh, class of the league there all year what happened there last week yeah it looks like wainwright is the uh, class of the sask elta their website is a little confusing their games played and then the win loss records don't add up on the website it also says that dewberry beat wainwright one to nothing but according to the social media channel for the rustlers that game was canceled due to weather not forfeited for any reason so as far as i know wainwright is the undefeated team in the league they had some cancellations last weekend as well. And a couple games tonight when we record Wednesday, Lash Vegas is an Onion Lake against the Border Chiefs. The Hillmond Hitmen are in Dewberry. And then, uh, yeah, they're off till the 30th. So a little break for the fellas. I talked to some Wainwright guys. They were actually, uh, I'm going to be off between Christmas and New Year's. They asked for my mailing address, fellas. Nice. Said, said they were going to mail me an official invite to the game on the 30th when they host Lash Vegas. Are they so, sending you a, sending a chopper in? I don't know. I might be in the Lloyd Minster area that within a couple days for nice. some family gatherings for Christmas. So Ooh. I might see if I can get to Wainwright for Lash Vegas at Wayne. You and at Carol Annie. are going to be bar hopping in uh, Lloyd. Carol is just Jeep. Hit the cooler. And then what was the name of the one in the basement with the uh, hot dogs and the the country bar? That one. Oh, Ezzy's Esmeraldas. Ezzy's on the border. Yeah. Amigos was a riot. Oh, what a blur that place was. <laughs> that place was very sketchy by the time I lived in Lloyd. Oh, it was awesome when I lived there. Oh. Turned into the tilted kilt, and then I think it went back to the uh, Schmigos. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a big game coming up. So they're off until after tonight, Wednesday, recording. They're off until the 30th, and that's kind of when I got my eyeballs on. Actually, one of my buddies rob likes to party said i could jump in with him to go to that game he plays for lash vegas so uh might have some boots on the ground coming nice. up before the new year in the sask elta league hey let's stay kind of up north sask prairie hockey league the uh tough man's league up there uh you know not a lot not a lot going on a lot of teams have only kind of played you know six seven games battleford battleford lost to glaslin wow. They lost to Glassland seven to six in Glassland. I checked the box score. As you guys know, I'm a pretty big box score guy. Yeah. And uh, Battleford had nine skaters. With all due respect to the nine, it did not necessarily look like the right nine. <laughs> and I don't. I say that kind of tongue in cheek because I'm not really sure. Went into Glassland with nine. Probably thought they could pull it off. A guy by the name of Ty Anderson for the North Stars, Glassland North Stars. Had five points and a seven-six win. So player of the week wow. material. John's boy. Uh, there's a big game on the twenty-third in this league. Uh, North Battleford. Are they in North Battleford? It is the Beaver Blues versus the Miota Combines. It's a twenty-third game. It's going to get rowdy. You know what? I uh, I got an invite to that one too. I'm getting all big these invite guy. Big <laughs> yeah, invite yeah, what guy. you do? That's good. They know you're the. They guy. know I like the social scene, and and it's yeah. funny because if there is one I'm going to be going to, it's not going to be this one. We'll get to the one I'm going to go to in a little bit. But uh, got a message from Yotas at Del Boz Boots on the Ground at the Civic Center, November, December twenty third. Bynes versus North Battleford. Social to follow at the rink. Blake Ooh. Tatchell. Going to make his season debut for Miota. He didn't play last year. He used to be an absolute sniper. Apparently, he's coming back, and the Binds are having a big social gathering after the event uh, in Battleford. So, 
Excellent, excellent stuff. All right, that's your Sask Prairie. We're going to go down south to the big sexy, the big six hockey league. And we're going to give this one to Synergy AG, your crop input retailer. Synergy AG is going to give you the update on how many invites Brandon got to this league this week. You know what? Game of the week potential goes down Sat Friday night, sorry, the 23rd. Red versus Rockets, who we had as the top team in the league. They were in our top 10 last week. Head into Carnduff to take on the General Well Servicing Carnduff Red Devils. Actually got an invite to go down and uh, drop the puck at this one on Friday night. So, <laughs> You're famously, I will not be in the area. That one was a joke. I uh, will not <laughs> be in, in Carnduff, but that's a potential game of the week for sure. And I think they got a full slate Friday night. And if anybody would fly you in, that would be your that would be the logical ticket right there. Probably the most likely would be the uh, yeah the Carnduff Club, but uh, yeah, full slate. I know Mooseman's at home Friday. Uh, Mydale goes to Oxbow. They've got a bit of a rivalry going on there. Probably going to have some wings or beef on a bun or something after. Love it. Uh, Carlisle, Yellowgrass, Wawota, Kipling, and then the game I mentioned. These games are awesome. The twenty third. If you're from a small town, like everyone's coming home for Christmas and you're catching up with people from high school and everyone's just getting hammered. Nobody really cares about the game, to be honest, but uh, just turns into a 2 or 3 a.m. affair in the old yeah. hall. And I I, lo- I love the, the, that league, like you said. They have a full slate on the 23rd and then they get right back at it. They got two games on the 30th. Musaman, uh, that's a Friday night, boys. We wanted to go to Musaman. Uh, Wawota's in the 15-16s and then on the 30th, Redvers and bean fate go at it so yeah those those games around christmas man those are so fun to play in yeah the socializing is is good after as well why don't we move to the sask west which is the league with the number one kindersley clippers of course sask west will give this to our friends at last mountain distillery i actually just had a cherry whiskey paralyzer uh, as good as ever, it is that season. Support Last Mountain when you're out buying your booze. You're not gonna, you're not gonna go wrong with the cherry whiskey, the hazelnut liqueur, which tastes like toffee fay in a liquid form, um, or, or the red wine whiskey. Oh, oh, like so the regular whiskey, yeah, but we love our red wine whiskey. So Great. thanks to Last Mountain, everyone there. They also sponsor the Player of the Week tarps. Last Mountain Distillery getting this one. Take it away. Thursday nighter in Kindersley, the Hafford Hawks, who aren't as pesky as they once were, uh, head in to take on the number one team. That's Thursday night. Couple of games Friday, Macklin heads to the unit to take on the Miners. And then a game I actually am going to go to Friday night if all goes well, the Wilkie Outlaws annual wing night soiree as they welcome the Edam three stars led by Marty Smith and crew. And if those, if you aren't familiar with this, this league, Wilkie is six and two. Edam is seven and zero. Oh. They haven't played Wilkie or Kindersley just yet. Going to ask you guys if you want to get in on the player shootout. It's going on after the game, but you have to like buy your player ahead of time. I might sprinkle. I, I might see if you guys are okay with the nooner. Maybe buying a player. So they got a shootout after the game. You go until you can't score. Like Calcutta. I asked, I asked Calcutta some guys. Style? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I want to go in. I want to go in it. <laughs> yeah, I want to bet on someone. If it's you and Ryan Keller head to head, I'm taking Kells, Kells. all day. All I day. love it. I mean, the other I asked, side guys. I asked the insiders who's the guy to take. They said Ryan Keller and Blake Young are probably going to go for about fifteen hundred bucks a head. Wow. So you can maybe find a sneaky sleeper around the one or two hundred dollar range. Maybe uh, Mike Sittler might be a guy I invest into. But uh, yeah, that's going on. Friday, actually, a guy I work with, Kim Kramer, who's an auctioneer, is going to be doing an auction style in the second intermission. So, uh, awesome. bet on let's bet on the guy that like just has the huge boiler and yeah. he's got like two moves that he's been using since Adam and just buries on him most of the time. Yeah, <clears throat> he's got his shot down. That's the it's, guy. And Kels is going to ring one off the bar, he's going to try to get too fancy. I, that's what I thought too. He's I'm going off the bar. I'm not taking a high, high skill guy because no. I think they're going to try and be really creative and get yeah. some oohs and ahs. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, uh, like I'll it. be boots on the ground. I'll let you guys know who, uh, who we're taking. I like it. You should Facebook live the shootout on the Monday <laughs> Nooner page. We'll see. If I'm uh, not in the lounge crushing That's back it. some 
last mountains, I'll consider doing that. But that's our Sask West uh, update. So pretty light weekend with a game Thursday to Friday and then Christmas break for those fellas. Hey, let's um let's buzz over. Let's sprinkle in a little Div 3. You guys have been giving her with some good leagues. Let's go over to Div 3. Now, listen, the Nauticute. Let's let's recap last weekend. There was a little bit of ups. I consider this an upset. Hodgeville goes into well, they they play Cornac in Willow Bunch, beat him seven one. The Jolly Giant. And this is after Cornac beat a Cinnaboy last weekend. So that's I don't know what was going on. Cornac was maybe guzzling. I don't know what happened, but yeah. And then a Cinnaboy goes into Avonlea and only I say this because Avonlea is terrible. Only beats him seven one. Woolworth goes into Gravelberg and beats him 8-7. Then on Saturday, some tight games. But Cornac beats a Cinnaboya in Willow Bunch. So what is going on? Then Glentworth beats uh, Avonlea 11-7. And uh, Hodgeville loses to Gravelberg in Hodgeville. So just some crazy games. I don't know if the boys are guzzling or what was going on. But speaking of coming home, Boz, Div 3 does not stop. Friday the 23rd, there's a lot of games. Hodgeville's going down to Gravelberg. You know, the gals are back from the from school, right? The French school, they're all back. They're ready to give her. The Hodgeville boys will be probably sleeping over down in Gravelberg. They'll be just guzzling. Then Avonlea's going down to Cornac. Who knows what's going to happen down there? You know Avonlea's going to lose. But Assiniboy is going to go into Glentworth. You know the gals down in Glentworth are going to have some, you know, pulled pork for after the game. They'll be eating well. And uh, Guzzlin, for sure, those Friday night, or Friday uh, the 23rd games, they'll be giving her. So that's your Div 3 update for this week. Yeah, I think- that's for 2020 Geomatics. Malcolm Vanstone and the Land Surveyors. Uh, what if you need land chopped up? We always talk about it. Uh, 2020 Geomatics. Brandon's been invited out to survey some land with 2020 Geomatics a time or two. So Malcolm Vanstone and his team, they do it all over the province. Shane, I think we need a little uh, Div 3 break. I don't know if I can handle back-to-back Div 3s. So. Yeah, let's split it up. White Mud will be next. Now, why, don't we, why don't we do the old uh, Golly Lama two-step over to the Coppell League? I like it. I was, I was going to say we just should have continued with the White Mud because then I got a nice segue story after both Div 3s. Let's do it. Okay, I can hop uh, right in. Let's let's put right through. In. Let's put our listeners through like six minutes of excruciating div three talk. Hey, let's do wait. that. Let's do that to our listeners right before Christmas. Friday, hey, I'll do quick. Friday, Gull Lake beats Gabri ten two. Maple Creek beats Frontier five one. Then Saturday, Gull Lake goes in and beats Leader eleven six. And Etonia, who I don't know if they're going to lose this year, they go in and beat Frontier four two. There is a game on the twenty second. Game on the 23rd and a game on the 30th, just one, one, and one. So they're going to keep the, uh, keep the league going anyway. Hey, I want to quickly bring up a guy from that league that I've had a lot of messages about, and I don't know much about this league or him. So I'll uh, refer to you guys, or maybe we've got some listeners who can chime in. Apparently Frontier is just an awful team, but apparently their goalie is outstanding. And apparently he's facing like 70 shots a night and letting in four or five goals and they're losing four or five, one, but his name is Darcy French. A, have you guys ever heard of this weapon? And B like belts. Have you ever heard? Is any of your insiders talked about him? Frenchy. Yes. Yeah. They have said that, uh, all I've got word is I asked some questions. They said he is not signed to a provincial team. They do not understand how he's not because he's an absolute weapon is what, is what I'm getting to boss. So I'm wondering like if he's a div three weapon, would he be a good goalie on a provincial team? Like there's so many teams that are like a goalie away in my opinion. Like I can name off a few teams, which I maybe won't right now that just don't have the goaltending to potentially win. So like if you're looking for a goalie, Darcy French is your guy. December 30th is the deadline to get him on your... I don't even know if he wants to play Provincials. Maybe he isn't interested. But uh, the deadline for rosters is December 30th. So look him up down in the deep, deep south. That uh, white mud update for Arctic Spa in Regina and Saskatoon. Tori used to twirl, I think, in either in the Nautique in one of the Div 3 leagues. So Tori owns the Arctic Spa in Regina. The flesh. Yeah, LaFleche, there it is, in the Nauticue. And then uh, the Arctic Spa in Saskatoon, the owner there, uh, played a little senior hockey as well. So Arctic Spa jumping on the Monday Nooner. Please support them. And, hey, you get a discount if you say you're on a senior hockey roster. Buy a hot tub for the family this uh, holiday season or for 2023. Now, the story I wanted to bring in, 
after the Arctic spa here with div uh, div three is the story this week about hockey Saskatchewan starting up that new female league. Love it. And everybody loves it. And then there was some backlash directed at the nooner because everyone thinks that we're, you know, can make things happen in the hockey world, but we listen and the problem they had, and I'm going to, you guys, you guys chime in and give me your take is it, it makes a little bit of sense. It's the league is for these females that a lot of them are playing college at that time anyway, and then they're done playing at 23. Called, they come back, there's nothing to play. So why not have a league, you know, for a little bit for the older girls, um, instead the ones that are kind of gone away already playing hockey. Like, I love what they're doing. Anything's great for female hockey, but uh, like, are know, they thinking? Are they thinking like a, two different leagues, or are you expecting younger? High teen girls to play against twenty eight year old girl ladies, yeah, like not that, not girls, ladies, right? That that's the problem, right? Where do you draw the line? How do you you know figure that all out? I was just gonna say before you go, I don't have any other comments because I'm not, I don't know enough about it to make an educated opinion. Just to be well, honest, so just gonna say big <clears throat> big skate this morning for the fellas, and there, there was it was a hot topic, right? There's a lot of guys, uh, you know that have son Sam's age and daughters, my daughter. So we chatted a lot about it and they're saying like, well, it's going to be a, you know, a pay to play, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, it might be, but so is the SJ right now, right? It's going to be the same type of model, obviously not as good, but I, I get what they're saying. <clears throat> but the biggest thing is, is you're still going to have those girls possibly for a year or two, but the the very best of the best go to play div div one or whatever, but you also are going to have a lot of these girls that maybe develop a little bit later, right? In life, that happens a lot. You get a 16 or 17 year old girl, maybe at 20, they develop into an absolute weapon, right? And go play some female hockey with team Canada. You, you don't know, right? I mean, any, any kind of hockey is a good thing. And, and as far as the comment about making it older, well, yeah, start a senior league then, but that's, that's somebody else can do that, right? Like Sask hockey's trying to, I think, zone in around the sj type thing for females and i think it's an absolute it's a great awesome. it's a great step it's yeah, awesome it's a step yeah. in there it's, it's better than what we used to have which right is which is nothing. nothing so the only thing that i said i agree when all these women come back and they've played their college cis yes. or down south or whatever there needs to be something for them so here's my idea you bring these women back that are solid you make two or three teams and you put them in the white mud of the nauticue <laughs> let them buzz They'd beat Avonlea, or they'd beat Avonlea for sure. There you by go. By 20 goals. Let them play senior. I don't know what the body contact thing, would have to figure that out. But these these older the older women need something to play that's not adult safe. Because if you're not in Regina or Saskatoon, where are you skating when you're older? Yeah, it's tough. You know, it's just like the women are expected to stay at home and hang out with the kids while the men go play. Well, there was a league. The world. Remember when we first started the podcast, we used to get some plugs from, it was the... Uh, Isla Cross? No, it was Redvers Rockettes. Or was it Redvers or was it Raymore Rockettes? Oh yeah, there was. There right. was some female, there was like kind of an underground female league. And I don't know that it was like highly, highly competitive or, or anything like that. But right. it was, I guess, a form of a women's senior hockey league, but... I'd like to see what I'd like to get like Kelly McClintock's opinion or somebody like boots on the ground that was involved in this yeah. to come on maybe in the new year and talk yeah. about it. I know they got more announcements coming out in January is what I read on the uh, press they're, release. So they're really know, calculated there. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Huh? They yeah. can't please everybody, but it's a step in the right direction. Got to move forward. And the, the amount of the amount of girls and, and, and from what you see too, Barney is like, the game for, for females is growing. I'm going to say exponentially, like it's growing so fast and so many young girls and women are getting involved in it. And it's just awesome. So I think it's, it's like I say, it's a, it's a step in the right direction for sure. You almost nailed that word. Did I, was I wrong though? <laughs> you were very close. You said exponentially and it's exponentially, but beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. Scenes All up. right. Scenes That's up. your uh, women's uh, hockey update. Yeah. Good on hockey Sask uh, for doing what they do. Hockey Sask, you know, we, we love, all everything about them we got the senior provincial launch party uh we want to do it live i don't know if it'll work but we're going to be launching the senior hockey uh, provincial draws again live on our youtube channel do we know the day of that yet it's around the 10th it's coming up like new year's you know christmas and the new year's it's gonna, bam it's gonna it's gonna be here so we're gonna have to get prepared for that coming but, in hot like your gmc sierra hey, this sounds like a great time 
for the, the interview? interview. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking. All of our interviews are always for Revive Men's Health Clinic in Saskatoon and Regina. They deal with uh, ED difficulty for men. So you can go online and check out what Revive does. It's like three treatments and you're cleared up. So no more blue pills and no more being ashamed in the bedroom. So uh, yeah, e Revive Men's Health Clinic in Saskatoon and Regina. So when you get invited to a senior hockey game, you're ready to go. So Buzz. Um, interview time, this, as we mentioned in the start, 53 years old, played a senior hockey game this past weekend and was productive with nine skaters weapon here is former NHLer and coach of the Rokenville Tigers and uh, player Jeff Rogers we got practice tonight fellas time are you running the bench or are you running the fucking steel power play well yeah I put myself in the power play now full con full <laughs> gear and stuff so that's the best <laughs> Yeah, let's just keep rolling here. Obviously, uh, you're at the yeah. rink. You're getting ready for practice. So, in all seriousness, are you taking the ice to to play this weekend? Like, are you fully back now, Aji, or what? No, no, I'm not. That was a, that was a one shot oh. deal. Uh, yeah, earlier in the year, I thought, you know, I got practice with the boys. I go full gear, and thought maybe I'm ready. And then, yeah, I know the body just said, uh-uh, no, you're not doing this. And then we had uh, some special circumstances on Sunday, so I made a bit of an exception. <laughs> Okay, take let take take us through that. What what was the thought process? How did the twenty four hours before the game go? Who convinced you to uh, to suit up finally? Well, this is a total Saskatchewan senior hockey story. So every year, me and a bunch of the guys get together, and make deer sausage, right? So yeah. Friday, Friday at noon, we start making deer sausage. You guys know how that goes. You have oh, yeah. drinks and guzzle, and and then we're trying to go through the numbers who we have on Sunday, and all of a sudden. In our group chat, we got this guy out. He's got a, a baptism. There's a Christmas party. This guy can't make it. So we're down to five forwards and three defensemen. And I'm like, oh, man, I, this is going to be bad. And then, you know, we have a few more drinks, eat more sausage. And, well, you know what? I can maybe play. So I, <laughs> I tell the guy to put me on the roster. You know, just thinking. Uh, <laughs> so oh, I leave there about midnight. And I wake up in the morning and I said to the wife, I think I just said I was going to play on the weekend. And she said, yeah, you did. So, so yeah, so Sunday morning comes along, and I just I throw my bag in the truck, hoping a bunch of guys are going to miraculously show up. And, uh, no, no, we had five forwards and 3D, so I guess I'm putting the gear on. So that's how that went. So what was the pregame meal then? Did you did you, did you carve up a lot, of, a lot of protein or what did you do? Just, or did you have more cool sauce and garlic? Well, no, no, that was the night before again. And then uh, had my omelet. Usually the day of the game when I was playing, we had an afternoon game. I, you know, eggs, I like my eggs and my omelet and uh, got the cows all fed up and uh, got in the truck. And, uh, we're off to uh, beautiful Keller. So, uh, so that was my pregame meal as, a, as an omelet and a cup of coffee. Okay. So uh, you, you get into warm ups. You're, you're kind of buzzing around. You know, how, how are you feeling? Are you saying, like, <laughs> what did I get myself into? Or are you sitting there going, no, oh, I'm okay here now? Oh, no, warm-up, I was awful. Like, I was just, oh, my, I couldn't breathe, and my legs were burning, and I was just like, this is dumb. Like, I am going to totally embarrass myself here. This is one of the stupider things I've done. And then, so we went in after warm-up, you know, how you kind of get your breath back and stuff. And then uh, we went out, and the game started, and, uh, and hey, I, like, I'm no dummy. I put myself with the two top scores. The <laughs> so... <laughs> Everybody else on their own. I was going to make sure I, I came out of this okay. So uh, then we got buzzed around and stuff, and the legs started to come back. The hands were awful at the start, but no, it, it wasn't bad. It, it got better. Like the legs came back because that's pretty hard. And and there was only, you know, how many skaters was it? Nine or eight skaters, whatever it was. Like, you, how many minutes would you have logged that night? Well, 30 for sure because and then and then one of one of our guys we only got two lines and then one of our guys takes a 10 minute misconduct at the end of the second period so so now we're down to, i'm like well, that's a hundred dollar fine right there like you're definitely buying beer after the game because you're making the rest of us stay out there so yeah well, it was it was a lot of ice you had uh i think it was one goal three assists and two minutes for cross-checking what did that guy do to piss you off well, I was kind of, I was standing in front of the net and all of a sudden he comes in and cross-checks me right across the back. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? So, you know, just kind of like, a, 
automatic reaction, turn around, give it back to him, and then the referee comes in and yeah, coincidental minors. So I guess some things <laughs> don't change. So yeah, at least got my name on the score sheet. I thought that's yeah. awesome. Brandon said uh, one goal and and three helpers. So how many calls this week uh, to sign a provincial card? Yeah, uh, none, none so far. I'm having uh, Dakota's going to screen my calls and just try to we're going to look to the right fit. Uh, <laughs> so I want to ask you just. Uh, in regards to the Sask East League there, I know you follow it pretty closely. How big, there's yeah. a big game this weekend, right? Ro- Rokenville in Langenberg, I think, Friday night. What's that rivalry like now that it's back again this year? Uh, it's really good. Um, you know, we were rolling right along. We played them earlier at home. Um, and uh, a bit of an eye-opener. We got a bit of a wake-up call. Uh, they beat us. Uh, you know, we fired about 43 shots on net. Uh, couldn't find the back of the net. We lost 5 nothing. Uh, Theo Toma, uh, who hadn't played in a couple of years in goal, was was awesome. Like he he played great, and as you know, they got some skill guys, and uh, we gave them probably a couple too many power plays. They capitalized on the chances, and uh, yeah, didn't turn out the way we wanted. So we've definitely got some adjustments to make uh, coming into Friday here. Back back to the game uh, last weekend. You know, any any kids from the other team come up to you or anybody after the game and be like, "Wow, you know, it's pretty cool that you're uh, out here playing." You know, they they didn't say a whole bunch. I was actually getting chirped pretty hard on the bench about oh. my age. So, oh yeah, there like from the other here. team. Oh yeah, yeah. No, wow, was, uh, disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they probably just hoped I wasn't going to die on the ice. <laughs> Make sure they had a defibrillator in the house just in case. Yeah, yeah. That old guy uh, smells like garlic sausage. Yeah. But I, when I was in the penalty box, I had a good talk with a the guy there. He was uh, about my age and he actually remembered me playing. So we got talking about the old days and stuff. And uh, yeah, most of the guys on the team would he wouldn't even watch back when I played it's a few years ago now so uh, so at least the guy in the penalty box was in in my wheelhouse there we had a good conversation what what would the Vegas odds be right now on Jeff Audres playing one more game at least this year one more um if something came up like that again we're probably at about a 36 percent chance that uh, I might have to suit up again yeah so are so- we gonna are you gonna take the training up a little bit like we may have more practices we're like ah, maybe i should chuck the full gear on just in case well i've been going full gear all year oh just, right just in case oh yeah oh right. yeah like tonight i'm going you know i don't nice. want to get a bit of a workout in so i put on the full gear and you have the whistle too like full gear with the whistle in your mouth oh yeah it's kind of yes. a tricky you know you're skating <laughs> around it kind of goes around your neck and it's backwards oh, it's and you're trying to grab it so you, so you can blow it down Cut from the same mold as the guy that plays the guitar with the harmonica. Yes. <laughs> there you go. And plus so, my practices are, are still written on a bar napkin, so you have to pull that out of the forest. So it's safe to say that, like, are you on the provincial roster just in case? Is that happening? I don't think I'll have to be on. If we had room, they'd probably throw me on there, but I'm hoping we have a full roster with guys so it, it wouldn't have to. But, ah, they could probably I mean, save those things happen. Save a card just in case. <laughs> and it's yeah, you never know what the heck. <laughs> it's uh, you know, for people that aren't uh, aren't from here, they're listening to this in Saskatchewan tonight. It's uh, probably you know minus thirty five, no wind chill, and then with the wind chill tonight. So Ooh. how many guys will you get to practice tonight on a cold night like that? Well, you know what, we didn't have many guys show up, so hopefully they're feeling guilty for bailing on us on the weekend. And then we got a big game coming up, so the guys don't want to get their feet on them. So we'll we'll have 10, 12 guys show up for practice. And, yeah, the windshield right now is probably going to be about minus 42 by the time we leave the rink. So it'll be a – it's a commitment, and you guys know. Like, yeah. uh, the boys love to play. And uh, senior hockey, it's it's not just for fun. Like, it's it, it means something. Um, you know, if I want, want to have fun, I'll stay home and play cards. You know, if I'm That's coming right. to the rink, we're – we're doing something. We're going to have a good practice. We're going to get something out of it, and you're here to win. Just nothing wrong with staying home and playing crib, by the way. Yeah. That's what I'll be doing this Christmas season. So, Well, I'll, I'll wait till I'm like 65. Maybe <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. How, how cold is Rock City tonight? How cold is the rink going to be when you guys practice? Is it cold uh, there? Is it nice? It's cold. Like, no, it's brisk. Like, couple of guys are going to freeze their feet and probably, you know, your ears are going to be white. You know, the yep. tips of your ears are going to be on white. So yep. uh, 
We'll be we'll be short and sweet, good flow practice. It'll be a good Bob Hartley, you know, 30, <laughs> 35 minutes up tempo, little three on three at the end, get the hand going and then get off. Nice. Do you do you pull the veteran move and maybe pull out the old wood stick or an aluminum because you don't want to break the two hundred dollar one piece? <laughs> well, get get hold of this one. So for the game, I'm scrambling because I broke my stick. So uh, I got a sea can with all my memorabilia in it. <laughs> so I go in there and I find this uh, Mike Hoffman pattern from way back when he's in the minors. You know, little heel, heel curve like I used to use. I find it. So I got to find a backup. Uh, so I have a signed synergy from Sean Hill when he was back with either the Islanders or the Hurricanes. So my backup for the game was a silver synergy signed by Sean Hill. <laughs> oh, that's so this, deadly. This could be the greatest 10 minutes in Monday yeah. Yeah. Your, uh, history right here, Matt. Well, we, uh, another one kind of funny. We were in the playoffs back when I was playing, and I broke all my sticks on a Saturday. We played Sunday, so I had no other sticks. So I actually used a signed Brendan Shanahan stick in one of our playoff games because I ran out of sticks. So thank God I got some backup. Just pulling them off the wall in the house. Sorry, Shani. Hespeller, 99 guy. No, he can't use that one. Uh, they were one. nice. I had one of those with the, with the wood blade. I had the... Uh, Milan Hayduke curve on that sucker like no business using that kind of curve but it was a nice looking stick yeah. hey man thanks so much for taking a, a few minutes tonight to to give the fans the story behind it because it's just the buzz right in uh in Saskatchewan senior hockey and uh, I even texted Colby and said hey here's here's one for your uh, new podcast here's a story he's like oh Audie beauty man too he just yeah he was just raving loving it yeah, no, he's a good dude. He actually came to Atlanta when I was doing the color there, and I think he wanted to jump off the bridge because he came from Pittsburgh to Atlanta. And like, how, what did I do to deserve this? But uh, no, good sassy boy there too. Yeah, great right on, Aji. Thanks, Thanks a lot. All right, boys. Have a good practice. Thanks. Yeah, keep up all the good work for senior hockey. You guys are doing awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Take care. All right, see you, boys. That was just fantastic, Jeff Rogers. He brought it, boys. I know I texted him today. Said, "Hey, will you come on for five minutes?" And he just replied, "Yes." sent his email like he he really must have had some time today between feeding cows to be like i'm gonna this is i'm i'm bringing it tonight i'm bringing the heat for the fellas i'm gonna have some stories ready to go and he brought it even even at the end you know you can just tell that he is he's a hockey like he's his heart and souls into hockey and now it's it's into rokenville his hometown down there like he loves it he's he appreciates what we do and uh, makes time for the boys and what a what an awesome human i want to go out and have a beer with him when it's Arctic warmer, sausage. and I want to go through this uh, sea can and see yeah. what else is in there. Yeah. yeah, I was an absolute like 800 games in the NHL. I was a captain, and he's the probably one of the biggest advocates of senior hockey, not just in his hometown, like you mentioned, Shane, but around the province. Just yeah. absolutely loves it, and he's gonna he's gonna be back on the roster. I yeah, I know we said it a, a month or so ago. We kind of joking like he'll be back, he'll be back, and sure as shit, he was back and. Yeah, that was a great interview, and and like he kind of mentioned, Langenberg, Rokenville, Friday night, Monday nooner has not gotten the invite, but uh, imagine no. it'll be a full house. I was going to ask Jeff, and I forgot, when we had Jeff on the first time, he talked about his first senior goal. It was in Langenberg, and he looked up at the score <laughs> clock. I was going to ask him if they've got a, a Jumbotron in there yet, because that's where the game is uh, Friday night, but that'll be a good one. That's good. That's like game of the week material. Material, yeah. That's All good. Right. Interview wrap-up, Barney. Who who given that one uh, to? Well, we already gave it. Twenty. It's usually uh, 2020 gym. We already, we already gave, gave them a little love, sponsor love. But let's keep it going. Back to the Twin Rivers, the Northern Working Man's League. Let's go up there and let's give this to uh, Great Western Brewing. If your team's not in the beer deal with Great Western Brewing, then you're missing out. The more beer you drink, the more kickbacks you get. Message the Monday Nooner boys on any of our socials, and we'll get you hooked up with the Great Western rep in your area great western 016 doesn't matter what you want to drink so twin rivers hockey league still the number one team in that league and undefeated in the west division the willow cree chiefs led by trent campbell who's an absolute senior hockey weapon he's got 32 points for them canistano leads the east division at eight and two and this league does the old time off thing they are done. Their their last games were December seventeenth, and then they don't fire up again till the new until, year. Yeah, until until January. So, uh, 
yeah, really looking forward to uh, to seeing what happens in the second half of the year here and where some of these teams are going provincials or if they're joining, you know, two teams are kind of joining into one or, you know, a team like Willow Crease picking up some guys and right. making a run at A maybe. So Allegedly. Uh, that's the rumor. Yeah. Wow. That's going to be so, interesting. A couple things. Canistino lost two games last weekend. They were 8-0 and then they lost to Hanley and then they lost to... Allen, like they would have been heavy favorites. I don't know if it was Christmas party season at the Red Swan Tiger Room up in Canistano and everyone was uh, out of the lineup, but they were 8-0. I was like, okay, they'll be 10-0 after this weekend. Drop both in regulation. So I was kind of surprised there. Uh, the other thing with Willow Cree, I think just to, they play out of Beardies like we've talked about, but I think just to give some insight to our listeners, a lot of these guys... Played with Warman, correct? Warman was in this league, the Wildcats, I believe they were called, and that just wasn't working out. So I think a lot of the same bodies in Willow Cree. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's the story we got. Is there, you know, a few of the guys from Warman? I, I don't think it's the exact same team by any means. Oh, I got Trent Campbell and, and uh, a couple other guys. So yeah, no, they uh, they have the experience and and they're there, but I don't think it's the exact same team by any means. Yeah, no, I guess you, even if you pick up a couple lines, right? Like, in, But yeah, that's kind of, I guess, the story of where they came from or whatever, because I know people were, uh, had a few people saying, what's this Willow Cree all about? Never heard never heard of them, and they're knocking on the door of a top 10, but hey, they're 10-0, and 0, so all the power to them. What league uh, do you guys want to hit next? How about the Long Lake? The oh, super, Long Lake. Super. super league for uh, Super Owl Batters and GB Construction. They get the work done. All around Southern Saskatchewan, Central Saskatchewan, or did they go? They go prov. They go to other provinces too. GB, don't they? If they need. They do GB. it all. They're out in BC, Alberta, building yeah. highways and road construction and oil field, and they do it all. If you go to Kipling, you'll notice a lot of GB signage. They do a lot for that community and many others. I was out there the other day. The rink was uh, looking good. They're out there cleaning it with the GB Zamboni. When I drove by, I was going to get a picture, but. Missed out on it. I was going to go take a video on the rink, actually, but it was so freaking cold out that I uh, <laughs> declined. But, yeah, so twin, or pardon me, the Long Lake Hockey League, home to some of the best clubs in the province. I got to talk about the absolute beating, the beating that uh, Wadena took on Saturday against the Win Yard Monarchs, 10-2 to the final score. Ooh. Wadena also lost to Foam Lake on Friday. 7-6, I think in OT, maybe. Travis Mayen had seven points for Foam Lake in a 7-6 win like against the, the top league? 10 team. He, he's That's been nominated so many times, I think we should give him a mercy tarp. Not that he doesn't wow. uh, deserve it, getting seven points in that game, but that was the story there. And then Saturday, they go into Winyard, and I'm like, okay, hey, we got two of the top 10 teams in the province. It's going to be close, right? 10-2 to two was the final. I think it was like 2-1. to one like halfway through the game and then Winyard took it to Wadena. But uh from what I heard, like the shots on goal were 53 to 51 in favor of Wadena. So they peppered Winyard's goalie with 53 shots. They lost 10 to 2. I know they were missing their three of their top four scorers, uh Allen, Dick, and Hobbins. Tori, Dick, Nathan Allen, and uh Tyson Hobbins were all not in the lineup. But uh, I know Winyard was missing some guys as well, but can't believe wow. it. Ten to two, it's a beating. I uh, I was really surprised in this league because obviously Drake was the number one team in the province last year, and they've had some struggles this year. So Drake gets back, you know, last Saturday an eight nothing win over Watrous, and then Tuesday they go and lose two one to Lanigan, the pesky Lanigan Pirates. They're, they're yeah. the new pesky team this year. So I I can't figure Drake out for, had, for the life of me. Had some boots on the ground there. Uh, two to one, the final, like you mentioned, the shots were 40 to 14 in favor of Drake. And they lost two to one. Max Shields, the goalie with Lanigan. I can't remember. He signed somewhere provincial A because uh, Lanigan's not going, but. I guess he's player of the week material as well. Stole the show uh, 39 saves on 40 shots against the meats. Right on. Yeah. So what uh, in this league, as far as scheduling goes, uh, yeah, they're, we, break. They're 
Yeah. Yeah. Boys are sloop, sleeping, drinking, guzzling. Hitting the progies and cabbage rolls and uh, regrouping for the new year. Well, Drake might be practicing. But, yeah, they don't (laughs) fire back up until January 3rd. Hmm. Wow. So that's the Long Lake uh, Super League update. I'm going to mention one thing. Apparently, Watrous, rumor is they just recently, over the last couple of days, dropped out of Provincials. So. I know they're not a top team, but I'm imagining some of their top players are probably uh, in negotiations right now and and looking to join a provincial club. I can also confirm that Drake picked up four Foam Lake players for provincials: Keladine, Zetarodzniak, and Travis Mayen, and then a D-man, all going to Drake. So maybe Drake wow. looks like a sleeping dog in the yeah. uh, in the league, but. Uh, it could be a provincial wagon just just yet. So they go they go A then. They're A, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Drake is that's veteran savvy, right? That is. It's like the guy that gets cranked on the plane to Vegas, and then he gets there and he's got nothing left. Drake's like, no, no, we this is this is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. They're gonna uh, make a solid run at A. Anything else from the Long Lake? No, I heard Winyard going A potentially. A rumor was Wadino was maybe going A. Uh, not sure about Davidson. They're probably going to be a sneaky C or B team, but uh, we'll divulge more into that sometime in the early to mid January when we release the uh, bracket. All right, next the league, the league formerly known as Super, the Coppell Valley Highway Hockey League, is our next step. And I think we're out of sponsors from the regular show. So, I don't know. We'll give it to uh, Sock Lady again. Alpaca Sock. Alpaca Lady. Tiger Lily Ranch. Yeah. Pilot Beach Sketches. There we go. Coppell Valley Highway Hockey League. Some interesting games in this one last week. Yeah, it's... uh, Grenfell looks so good. They've got two losses. They just can't beat... The Belcaris Bronx. Grenfell is 8-2. and Both losses by one goal. Both... To the Bronx, big bounce back for the Bronx because they lost the upset of the year there a couple weeks, maybe a week and a half ago to Grenf or to uh, Bethune, yeah. and then they lost the next couple days later as well. I think they lost to somebody else. That Odessa Vibank. That's it. Eight yeah. three. The hell was going on that night? Well, boots on the ground that I had. Balcaris just didn't play well. Uh, they got a really good team. They didn't play well. Don't sleep on the OV Bruins. Don't sleep on them. I've been pumping their tires since the preseason show. Bruins. Bruins are third in the league. It's an interesting league because Grenfell's eight and two, Belcare seven and two. The Bruins are six and three, and then everyone else under 500. Seldy four and five, Lumsden four and six, Milestone three and seven, Bethune two and eight, which they're probably pretty happy with. They've been. Staying in a lot of games. So, yeah, it looks like uh, Grenfell, Belcaris, and then Sneaky uh, OV in the three-hole. So, And this league is uh, shut shutdown time for the uh, Coppell Valley Highway Hockey League. There's nothing. Nama, Schlachtrafu. Uh, they don't pick back up until the new year. So, uh, no senior men's ice hockey. Oh, sorry. There is a game on <laughs> the New Year's Eve game. Wow. Saturday, December 31st, Balcaris in Bethune. Things are going to get rowdy. Willie's Roadhouse. Oh. Yeah. Roadhouse will be buzzing. What time? What time? Do on New Year's Eve. What time are we dropping the puck? Willie's Road. 2 p.m. Afternooner. Oh, someone. We can go out to that one, maybe. Is it? Is it the outdoor game like they do at the NHL? New Year's outdoor game <laughs> oh, minus forty-five. Bethune doesn't have an outdoor rink, but that's that's a great idea, right? I think the game's in Bethune. Hold on here, Chikai, Chikai. Yeah, it is in Bethune. Two o'clock Saturday, December thirty-first. There you go. Get the misses all dressed up and take her out to Bethune. Let's move over to the uh, Sask Valley. The home of the king of trucks in Rosetown in that league, of course, Mainline GM, Mainline Chrysler. Mention them off the top, but another plug for our title sponsor. Couldn't do this show or any of the shows uh, without their support. Thank you, Shouty Scotty and crew. Keep up the good work on the graphics, Scotty. I was getting chirped for my graphics, by the way, which really? I, I get. Like, I feel like since we started doing this show, senior hockey teams have come a long way in like some teams are really good at social media summer shit like it's just hey it's game day here's the time but some really yeah. get in depth and then some yeah. have like really good graphics departments like i feel like when we started my graphics were like 
middle of the road graphics. Now I feel like our graphics are like shit compared to all these teams. And somebody was even chirping me about my Windows ninety seven. So nice, that's I good. Didn't, I didn't see the. Uh, I, I don't think it warranted the chirps. I didn't think it was that bad. I don't really care, <laughs> to be honest. Like <laughs> I certainly didn't lose any sleep over it. It's not like we're a graphics show. We're a. We're here for the. Uh, I have no show. idea what the hell we're for the doing. people. Here for the people. We're not really sure what's going on or how we started talking about senior hockey or how it ended up here, but here we are. Uh, yeah, steady as she goes for the Keniston Blizzard, 10-0. and 0. I can't wait till they play Kyle again because Kyle is 10-1, and 1, only lost to Keniston, and it was a pretty close game there a couple weeks ago. Uh, two obvious best teams, Eston. Uh, there's a, a big game, actually, I wanted to mention last weekend. Uh, it was... One of our games of Kyle the and Dinsmore. Yeah. Kyle gets the five, three road win at the AGT Memorial arena in Dinsmore, which uh, was kind of our measuring stick game out there. I know Kyle, obviously two wins last weekend. Belters uh, pretenders went two and oh, they only played lucky Lake in Rosetown, but uh, all right. And then the blizz beat the uh, outlook ice weapons seven to three. I wanted to see who was in net for the uh, ice weapons. See if it was that kid again. It was not. It was uh, the guy who pulled himself there last year in the Provincials. He's back. You know who was in the uh, lineup for the Blizz, though? Morris O'Handley, the Australian assassin. Yeah, The Div 3 assassin. He was held pointless on the uh, evening. Hey, we got to get him a toque before he goes to Istanbul for the World Juniors. Right shot defenseman. You just don't come across those guys anywhere in Australia. They're few and far between, so... That league, uh, I think their their next action is the 30th. No New Year's Eve games, but uh, one game on the 30th and then pretty quiet until the new year. Fellas, before we get into our uh, senior hockey top 10 for general servicing, let's dish out the uh, player of the week, Last Mountain Tarp. We talked about some nominees throughout the show. Obviously, Max Shields for uh, Lanigan. We mentioned Travis Mayen. For Foam Lake, who had seven points against uh, Wadena in a 7-6 win. We had Ty Anderson from Glassland with five points and a big upset against the Battleford 7-6. Who else did we have? A couple other knobs. Jeff Rogers comes out of retirement, 53 years old, one goal, three apples, four points for Rock City. You know, sorry, I'm going to hop in here because you guys were talking about him before. OV Zach Zabrowski had nine points and two wins this weekend, four goals and five assists too. And, uh, also, Kyle Stroh, eight points, two goals, and six assists. So, league leader in the Coppell Valley. Oh, you know what? I do, I do like, I do like the goalie in Lanigan because we don't give goalies a lot of love. And when you see that he faced forty shots and letting one goal against Drake, that is worthy for sure. I do like Travis Mayen though too because he's been on our radar like for two years. He's always getting mentioned in our DMs and to score seven points in a seven-six win against the top ten team. What do you guys think? I'll let you guys pick. Well, I think uh, I think you 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 know you, you made a good case there for Mayen, and he's been on the radar. So let's give it to the Last Mountain Distillery Player of the Week tarp to uh, Travis Mayen. Foam Lake Flyers. I'm sure they'll be in our DMs wondering about uh, pickup or delivery. So congratulations to him. Let's get into the old top ten for general well servicing. And I, I, let's give let's give a tarp to Audie too, just because that's amazing. I wonder if we could get some custom orders that are large, but the the arm sleeves are triple XL. Gun show. Fit those massive guns in. Should get the Nooner gun show shirt. Just cut those sleeves off, Audie. <laughs> this is the General Well Servicing Monday Nooner Senior Hockey Top 10. Senior Hockey Top 10 for General Well Servicing. Here we go. Honorable mentions. Let me take the honorable mentions, if that's okay. Ever. Because I think. I'm going to add one in here nice. last minute. So our honorable mentions, we're not going to say which one I'm adding. Honorable mentions, they're so close to being in the top 10, and we were debating, and we talked to our insiders, and we just couldn't do it. So they're still honorable mention. The Kyle Elks, close. they're close. The Edam three stars are the other one, and then the last honorable mention from the Coppell Valley Highway Hockey League, the OV Bruins. I like that. I want to send uh, my apologies to Edam. I know you're going to be like, we didn't even play, and we went from like number seven to out. It's just kind of the nature of the beast when uh, 
there's 105 teams if you're not playing sometimes that can hurt you as much as uh losing if that makes sense so if edam wins this weekend in wilkie on the road friday night wing night we're putting them back in you heard it here we're not doing the show next week though well whenever we do a show you'll be back in if you win friday Edam three stars, Marty Smith and team. All right, right, fellas, let's get into it. Let's uh, kick it off here. Number 10. The Willow Cree Chiefs. We left them out last week. We caved a little bit to some public pressure, I feel. We had some messages. Where's Willow Cree? 10 and 0. We're putting them back in. Number nine. They dropped a little bit. We still like them. They're they're still there. The Langenberg Lucky Ladies. Big game Friday. Rock City in town. Game of the week for Richie Brothers. Audie might or might not play. Number eight. From the Coppell Valley Highway Hockey League. Solid team. They just, you just never know what you're getting day in and day out, numbers wise and all that, but they are a good team if everyone stays healthy. The Grenfell Spitfires. Number seven. I thought there was a time when these guys would never be back in after they lost to Bethune and they lost to OV and went on that terrible two-game losing streak. But here we are, the Belcaris Bronx totally redeemed themselves. Back in the mix. Congratulations. Number six. Number six. The Redverse Rockets. Friday night in Carnduff. Game of the week. Number five. Number five from the Saskalta League, the Wainwright Rustlers. They just keep climbing. Are they undefeated? Well, we don't know. They might have lost the game. Allegedly. They just keep climbing. They look undefeated, but their website is questionable. Number four. Number four belts. I think they fall one this week. And again, yeah. maybe just a uh, tough break with the scheduling and not playing, but still very respectable at number four. The Clones, the Davidson Cyclones. Number three. Number three. Little bit of a weird spot for these guys. They haven't been this low in a long time. And it's not because they're not winning. It's just other teams are playing so good and totally surprising people and us. But they're still up there. Number three, Keniston Dublins. Number two. I think these guys feel like we, and maybe specifically me, have not given them the respect they deserve because I've talked a lot about one of their counterparts in their league. But number two, the Winyard Monarchs. Couple big wins. Number two, the number one senior hockey team in the province. Eyeball test. Saw these guys practice. Good team, big team, fast team, and a hell of a nice guy. Coach Les. Aylward, I think's his name. Heck of a guy. Real nice firm handshake. Uh, Slap the boys some tarps and some Nooner gear. This Kindersley Senior Clippers. If you're ever in Kindersley, go to the Mediterranean Grill or whatever, too. They run a damn good cheeseburger. Great rink. Great yeah. facility. Beautiful. They had the barn burned down there a while ago, right? So relatively uh, new barn. And obviously, our uh, Wadena wagons left off. 10 to 2 loss. Fellas, it's been a long time since you aren't in the top yeah. 10. You're going to have to uh, show us a little something more to get yourselves back into the top 10 for general well servicing. Fellas, I want to give a quick plug for a guy I met last week, Nooner listener from Swift Current, Saskatchewan. He actually has moved around a lot. He used to live in the Battlefords last year. He used to skate with Marty Smith. He was telling me, Adam Thompson, this guy's listened to all 130 whatever twirls, and he wow. can pretty much recite more about our show then we can. He was quoting twirl number one with Kelly Taylor when I was uh, met up with him. Gave him a couple nooner buckets. So Adam, appreciate the support and uh, thanks for listening. Good guy. Beauty. Hey, so next week, uh, no senior show, but we do have the regular show coming up on the 31st or the 1st, something like that. A special guest, real uh, cool Saskatchewan ties coming up. So I know we don't usually do this, but let's play some Christmas music. A deep cut on the way out of the senior show. What did you pick last week, Kenny and Dolly? What do you want to go with uh, this week? Something that we didn't play last year, preferably. Didn't we play some last year on the show? Like, or no, we we did a top ten countdown last year, actually for Christmas. We did do a Christmas little Metro Twelve Days of uh, Christmas. What else? Bony M. uh, We got any? uh, I know you like the slow Alan Jackson. Ah, unreal tune. What about uh, Santa looked a lot like daddy? That's been done by a lot of guys. Buck Owens or Garth Brooks one's really good. That's I'm just 
it doesn't have to pick that one, but I'm just throwing that out there. We'll find a deep, deep Santa looked a lot like Daddy. Right. We'll, yeah, su- we'll surprise the masses. Hey, yeah. whoever it is. Thanks, Merry, uh, Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. everybody. Happy New Year. Be safe. Merry yeah. Christmas, guys. Thanks for the support. 2023, let's go. They never thought that I'd come a peeping, or that I'd hear what was said. Santa put his arm around Mama, and Mama put her arm around him. So if Santa Claus ain't Daddy, then I'm a gonna tell on them. Well, Santa looked a lot like Daddy, or Daddy looked a lot like him. It's not the way I had him pictured. Santa was so much too thin. He didn't come down the chimney, so mama must have let him in. Santa looked a lot like daddy, and daddy looked a lot like him.